I was once at the dentist and he asked me if there is some sort of halacha or Kabbalistic practice or something about not looking in a mirror or not looking at one's teeth in a mirror. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, um, well, he had a uh, Hasidish patient and it was a 14-year-old boy who had clearly never learned to brush his teeth. So he took out a mirror to, with, with a toothbrush to show him how to brush his teeth. And as soon as he took out the mirror, the kid went, ah! And he, like, jumped away that, uh, you know, he can't look in the mirror. So, uh, so he said, you know, it's what I'm looking at. You, you shouldn't get so scared. So the kid said, no, no, I'm a man. I'm not allowed to look in the mirror. So uh, he asked me if there's, any, if there's any basis for that, that a man is not allowed to look in the mirror. This comes up all the time. People obviously look in mirrors all the time, and also people look in, have tefillin mirrors, post can discuss. Is that appropriate? Is, is there so, any sort of halacha that a man should not look in a mirror? So where does this uh, idea come from? The only source in Shas that actually talks about using mirrors sounds like a raya that a man is allowed to look in a mirror, because the Gemara in Shabbos, Tavkuf Memtes, says that one should not use a mirror on Shabbos, because if he has a serum, a madulo, you have a hair that's sticking out. The mirror had a sharp edge, and it used to be. You'd look in the mirror, and you see if you have hair sticking out, you just cut off the hairs that were sticking out with the sharp edge of the mirror. So you shouldn't do that on Shabbos, so you don't come to cut your hair on Shabbos. But the Ritva points out in the Sachsaf of the Zara, that's not necessarily a right. So the implication over there is that if it's a weekday, there's no problem with looking in the mirror. It's only on Shabbos. But the Ritva points out it's not necessarily a riot, because maybe that's talking about women. Maybe men are never allowed to look in the mirror. And a woman is not I'll have a look in the mirror on Shabbos. So where, where, but so, the, but that Gemara doesn't seem to prove one way or the other. The the place where this comes up. And the way I got into this this time of year is I was disc- I was looking into issues relating to haircuts since tomorrow's Lag Baomer. The Mishnah Masech Zavodzara Dav Chavzayin says that a person is not supposed to get a haircut from an Ovid Kochavim according to the Sheet of the Chachamim if it's in a private area. If it's in Rosh Hashanah, it's okay, but in an area where it's just you and the Ovid Kochavim and he's got a blade in his hand, you're not allowed to get a haircut from him because he might kill you. The Brisa in Avodzara Dav Chavtesamadal says that if you have a mirror then it's okay. Why, if you have a mirror, does it make it okay? He still might kill you. You'll just see your own death, but he still might kill you, no? So the Gemara explains, the Bryce explains, he's not going to kill you because if you have a mirror, then he's going to think that you're a very hush of a person, and he's not going to want to kill someone who's such a hush of a person. So Tosus so uh, uh, quotes over there in Avodazara from a Tosefta and from Yerushalmi that when a Kuti gives you a haircut, if it's not an Ovid Kuchavim, it's a Kuti, then you should not not use a mirror. You're not allowed to use a mirror. So Tosa says it sounds like there's some sort of problem of using a mirror. What would the problem of using a mirror be? Tosa suggests the problem is that a man is not allowed to do feminine things, even though the Torah says a man is not allowed to wear feminine clothing, and this has nothing to do with clothing per se. The Targumunculus on the spot says that it's tikune itza, that a man is not allowed to do feminine things, and this is a feminine thing to do, and therefore a man is not allowed to look at a mirror. And that's why if you were to look for the halacha of a man looking in a mirror in Shulchan Aruch, you would not find it in Hilchas L'Yilbash Gever Simlasisha. You find it in Hilchas Avodz Kuchavim when it talks about the Isser of getting a haircut from an Ovid Kuchavim. What's it got to do with haircuts? Why? Because the whole context from which we learn that a man shouldn't look in a mirror is from, uh, from the halacha of getting a haircut from an Ovid Kuchavim. So what are the exceptions to this rule? Tells us quotes without, a, without any cholek and this paskin in Shulchan that a man is not allowed to look in the mirrors. There's got to be exceptions because we've all looked in mirrors probably today and probably most days. So what are, what are the exceptions to the rule? So there are six exceptions pointed out by the Rishonim. 
One exception to the rule Tosas points out is very clear in the Gemara that if you're getting a haircut and it's an Ovid Kachavim and he's using a blade so, and there's no one else there, it's not a public place, so you need, to, you, need, you need a mirror in order to protect your life. So that's certainly an exception to, to the rule. Uh, the Beis Yosef points out that it's Lavdafka that a mirror would be the Matir. The Matir is anything that would make you look like a Chash of a person and would make the guy afraid to kill you. So if you have a presidential medallion or something that shows that you're a Kar of Lamalchus or something like that, so wear that and then he'll be afraid to kill you. Anything that would, that would give the impression that you're a Chash of a person. But that's certainly one exception. If the mirror is going to save your life when you're getting the haircut from Rabbi Kachavim who's using a very sharp blade. Second exception, Tosis points out, is if you're not looking in the mirror for beauty and for vanity, you're looking in the mirror because you're trying to apply medication or uh, eye ointment or something like that or an eye drop or something like that where you need to see what you're doing. So for medicinal reasons, it's mutter. Third exception to the rule, potential exception, they could, the Rishonim quote from the Yerushalmi, that the base Rabban Gamliel was allowed to use the mirror because the base Rabban Gamliel were Krovim Lamalchus. They always had to meet with important government officials, so they always had to look their best. How did they look their best, or how would they know if they're looking their best if they didn't look in the mirror? So since they had to meet with important government officials, they had to make a positive impression, so they had to look in the mirror. That's a fourth exception, exce- third exception. In fact, the Sri Day Aish, right? In the that you see from that exception that this whole din must only be a din drabanan. Because if it were a din daraisa, we wouldn't make an exception for Krove Malchus. The fact that we're making an exception for people who meet with important government officials tells you that it must only be a din drabanan. One could argue that no, it's a din daraisa, and this isn't really an exception to the rule, it's more of defining the rule. That the rule that you're not allowed to look in a mirror is not about looking in the mirror, it's a rule that you're not allowed to do a feminine thing. Feminine thing would be defined as looking in a mirror for pure vanity's sake. If you're looking in the mirror to meet with the malchus, that's no longer a feminine thing. So it's therefore, you could still argue that it's an isidaraisa, and it's not that we're making an exception to meet with the malchus. It's just that it wouldn't fit into the geder of a feminine activity if you're meeting with the malchus. But Sri Daesh thinks that it's a raya, that it's only Dirabad. And a fourth exception to the rule, and this is the big one, the Ritva and the Ran both suggest that if you live in a culture where men act like women, in that men look in the mirror all the time, so then you, it's no longer considered a feminine thing. Then it's something that's a masculine thing, because men do it as well. So if in your culture it's a masculine masculine thing, so then you're allowed to do it. Meaning, the gather of the Isser is not that you're not allowed to look in a mirror. The gather of the Isser is you're not allowed to do what women in your culture, what, what's done only by women in your culture. But if you live in a culture where men do the same, so then you're allowed to, you're allowed to, to do that as well. That there would be no limitations as long as men do it as well. However, the Beis Yosef points out over there that if uh, even if you live in a culture where men do the same, Chaveri people on a higher level should still be machmir. And Israel is from a Gemara Nazir Dafnun test. The Gemara Nazir Dafnun test says that there was uh, someone who uh, they, they were about to do something bad to and then they saw that he had Seir Beis Hashechi that he had, he had hair in his armpits. And they said, oh stop, he's a chaver. He's clearly a chaver. If he has hair in his armpits he's clearly an important person. So the implication of the Gemara is that men and women alike used to shave their armpits and that was okay because if if men did it in that culture, that was okay, that's fine. But a chaver would still be
be machmir. So even in a culture where men would do, would, would act like the women, would do the, uh, the things that only women would normally do, if, uh, and, and therefore for most men it's permissible, still the Beis Yosef suggests it's Kedai to be machmir. It would therefore turn out, according to that Beis Yosef, that it would be Kedai for a Chaver to be machmir, not to look in a mirror, that this kid, if he's a, that was in the dentist chair, if he was a Chaver, if he was someone who's considered a special person, he should maybe be, uh, be machmir. A fifth possible exception, we'll get to that lahalach in a second, a fifth possible exception, the Darke Moshe points out that there's a difference between looking in a mirror for beauty's sake and looking in a mirror just to make sure you're not gross. Meaning you may want to look in a mirror just to make sure that you don't have food in your beard or that you uh, don't have uh, you know, some dirt on your head or on your face or that you don't have stains on your shirt. The Ramah says, after all, the Gemara in Shabbos Kuf Yudal tells us that a Tamil Chacham is not supposed to walk out with a revival bigdo with even a grease stain on his clothing. Well, how's he going to know what he looks like if he doesn't look in the mirror? So that, the Ramah says, that's mutter. What we talk about when, when uh, the, the Rishonim are talking about an issue to look in the mirror, what they mean is for pure, for pure vanity to, you know, make his hair nice and sit there looking in the mirror for a long time just for pure vanity's sake. And then the Ramah quotes a sixth possible heter, and this is the most expansive of all of them, Darke Moshe quotes from the Mordechai in Oz Tav Tav Tazayin that it's only a problem of looking in the mirror if you are simultaneously plucking white hairs out of your beard or in order to keep the darker hairs. If you're just looking in the mirror, Stam, that's no Isser whatsoever. So that obviously limits the Isser very, very much, that it's only Isser to look in the mirror when you're actually looking so that you could pluck the white hairs out. Now, how do we paskin lahalacha? Shulchan Aruch paskins... And all of this, by the way, in, uh, in Halacha appears in Yeridea Sim Kufnun Vav, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that uh, he quotes the Heterim of uh, using a mirror for a haircut to save your life, using a mirror for, med- for medical reasons, and using a mirror if you're a car of Lamalchus. Noticeably absent from the Shulchan Aruch, he doesn't mention that if men do this nowadays, then uh, then it becomes okay. He doesn't mention that. And by the way, that's quite a chiddush that there is such a concept that there is a halacha that will change based on societal changes. There aren't very many of them. And many halachos that will change based on societal changes. Shulchan Aruch does not quote that heter, nor does he quote the heter of removing stains. That you just see you're you're looking in the mirror not for to make yourself yourself look. Look uh, pretty, but you're looking in the mirror to just to remove stains. He doesn't quote that hetter either. However, the Ramah quotes both of those hetterim. The Ramah adds on the spot that uh, that for society, if in, in your society men look in the mirror, then it's mutter. And if you're looking just to remove stains, then it's mutter. So it would turn out l'chora just from simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch that svardim should be machmir. Right, that svardim shouldn't look in the mirror unless there's a medicinal, you know, some sort of medical necessity to do so, or they're getting a haircut, or they're a car of lamalchus, which is an astonishing chumrah. So, what should svardim do? You ever hear of a svardi being machmir not to look in a in a mirror? So, it's a little more complicated than that. The Rambam Parakid talks about removing body hair, which is also one of the things that's identified as a feminine practice. What do they call it? 
manscaping, I believe is the, the term that they, that they use. Right? So the Ramam talks about, talks about that. And the Ramam writes that if you live in a, in a society where only women remove body hair, so then you get makas mardus if you remove body hair. If a man does it, he gets makas mardus. But if you live in a society where men do that as well, you go down the street in Manhattan and there are all these uh, beauty shops for men that do these things, that do hair removal and these kinds of things. You live in such a culture, so the Ramam says, and if then a man who does it does not get makas mardus. What does that mean? Does not get makas mardus. So the Beis Yosef in Simon Kuf Pei Beis in Yardaya says, sounds like the Ramam saying it's Asir. He just doesn't get makas mardus. So it sounds like the Ramam holds that even if you live in a culture where men are doing are doing this as well, still it's going to be Asir to do. However, the Ginas Varadim and many other poskim Ravad Yosef quotes learn the Ramam differently and they think the Ramam is really saying that it's mutter. He just uses the term, you don't get Makas Mardus, to keep it consistent with the first half of a sentence. In Shulchan Aruch and Simen Kuf Pei Beis, he quotes the Lashon Rambam exactly, which makes it sound like the Shulchan Aruch holds that even if you live in a culture where men remove body hairs all the time, we may not do so. That it's still going to be usher for a man to do so. However, in Shuvas Rav Pa'alim Chelegimel Yardeya Simen Yudches, the Benish Chai writes, that the minag in Baghdad was to be lenient. That if uh, that if uh, if it was if in Baghdadi culture back then the men would remove body hairs, then uh, we're allowed to do that as well. So it would seem that the same should apply for looking in a in a in a mirror. So Ravad Yosef, who always he made a career out of a lifelong mission, out of always pasking like Maran Beit Yosef, and never never giving in to whatever the Benish Chai said was. In Baghdad, always Maran Beit Yosef, Maran Beit Yosef, always paskening like the Shulchan Aruch. Ravad Yosef makes an important exception over here in Yechavadas Chelik Vav Simin Memtes. He says that even Svardim can be mekil, what seems like against Maran, because we can be uh, mitzare for a number of considerations. First of all, you have the Shitas Hamordechai that whenever you're not pulling white hairs out, it's mutter. So you have that that uh, to throw in there. You also have an issue of covered abrios if you never. Look in a mirror, you're likely going to look unkempt, and uh, and and, and uh, it's, it's going to be embarrassing. And also, especially kavanatora, that if the only people that aren't looking in mirrors are people who are very from Jews. So the only people that look like a bunch of schlumps are going to be very from Jews, and that would be a terrible bizayon Torah. So a person should always keep his regal bearing, a person should look like B'nai Belachim, like, uh, like Klal Yisrael are, and therefore Ravadia makes a huge, uh, you know, deviation from what he normally does in Pesach Halacha, and goes against Maran Beit Yosef, and says that a Svarni person is also allowed to look in the mirror. Now one could also make the argument that even Maran Beit Yosef would hold that it's mutter. Because keep in mind, what happened? The Shulchanar, in, in Beis Yosef, he quoted all of these Hatera. He quoted the Ran and the Nemuke Yosef about, uh, and the Ritva rather, about, uh, about societal change. He quoted that and he didn't say that we argue on that. Just in Shulchan Aruch, he didn't mention it. He didn't mention the thing about societal change in Shulchan Aruch. And the Ramah added it in. So it could be that if you, that, that in Shulchan Aruch he was relying on what he wrote in Beit Yosef. 
that it's uh, that it's mutter because of societal change because that's what men do. So it's not necessarily uh, that we're arguing that Ravad is arguing around Beit Yosef. So at the end of the day, are we allowed to look in mirrors? Yes, you're allowed to look in mirrors. However, there still is this overall concern that should be in the back of our minds when looking in a mirror that we're not allowed to just primp ourselves up and try to you know look in a mirror for three hours. That's not what a man is supposed to do. To look in a mirror, make sure he looks decent, make sure you look presentable, make sure you look like a, like a normal person. But to sit there and uh, you know for three hours in front of a mirror, that's clearly a feminine activity, and that is something that that should not be done. Now there are posts going to discuss fill in mirrors whether you should use it. So one argument goes that it's for a mitzvah, so of course you should use it to fill in a mirror. The other argument goes, no, makum yesh barosh laniach shei tefillin. Your tefillin don't have to be that straight. There's enough room on your on your forehead, on your head for two to, for two tefillin, so it doesn't have to be that straight. So why would you look in a mirror just for tefillin? That's a separate discussion. It does not seem to be a violation of any issue.